Oh, yes. We're back. Hit the high porn. Let's go. Oh, you can't hear it, can you? Here it comes. Oh, now I can hear it. Oh, hit it. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, it feels good. Welcome back. Back to the cover. I am Micah, and I'm joined by Brad Key. Bradley, how are you? Bubba, what's good, man? You're just groping around in the dark looking for high horns. Uh, yes, exactly. I am recording live from the MW studios mm-hmm. uh, in Dripping Springs, Texas, while Brad is live from the BK studios in South Austin, Texas. How's the internet out in uh, Dripping Springs? So far, so good, but okay. you don't want to do something like that, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I've, I've got the new stew, stew 2.0. It's all set up out here. Uh, I've got it on mobile on wheels, huh? all my podcast equipment, so we can move to the couch in the event that you come over and we uh, get a multiple multiple podcast situation. So it's like basically like a rolling desk with all of your shit on top of it? Well, I would call it a rolling studio. Okay. But yes. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a standing desk with wheels on it. It's a mobile stew. Like you a said. mobile stew. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. It is in fact mobile. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Backdoor Cover. This is a sports podcast. Brad and I are going to talk about some sports. It's been a little while. Um, yeah, there's a lot to talk about, though. Many our man, things. Baker Mayfield, is, uh, well, he's not our man. He's my he's guy. Peter, I like him. Peter, the Irish guy's uh, man, I guess. I don't know. Have, do you know Bake? Have you met Bake? Not Bake. I know his brother, and I don't mm-hmm. know him well. So uh, he, that's why Peter and them are good for, are, are big fans of of Baker because they're friends with his brother, Matt, uh, who lives here in Austin and hangs out regularly with the, uh, with the, ge- the degenerate crew of, uh, El and Bar- by all accounts, a, a great guy. Yeah. Real nice folks. Say a bad thing about that guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just like trashing on Baker because he's getting involved in, uh, you know, well, and then the OU thing. Well, yeah, that makes it easy because really he got involved with the, uh, what was it? The, the school district, the district uh, election. What? I don't even know about this. Yeah, he endorsed a candidate for the school board of Lake Travis. <laughs> <laughs> I think Bamani Jones is like, man, I did a lot of crazy things when I was 26. One thing I did not do was get involved with uh, with uh, hyper local school, uh, school election. Yeah, hyper local elections like the Lake Travis school board. But that's something Bake does. And now he can get involved with that from the other side of the country as he is now. A Carolina Panther. Wow. Wow. Well, this all along, there seemed to be two destinations for Bake, uh, Carolina and Seattle. So this is good news for you and me, Brad, because we get to see the Drew Locke era in Seattle, which I am hyped for. Okay, fair enough. I'm trying to go through their depth chart right now. I'm not plugged. I can't remember who uh, who plays on uh, the illustrious Carolina Panthers. Or who Bake will oh. be going up against in terms of quarterback competition? Uh, Bake Not a will whole be lot, starter, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, Cleveland is also paying ten million dollars of his salary this year, so mm-hmm. it's him versus Sam Darnold. It looks like. I, I think Baker's better than Sam Darnold. I think that's a safe assumption. Otherwise, I don't think they make that trade. But I mean, if you've got Sam on your bench, you've got Bake starting. That's a pretty serviceable starter backup. A uh, combo there for Matt that Rule's is, cr- uh, crew there. 
That is such a backhanded compliment. <laughs> you don't Carolina like that. Now huh? has the most serviceable quarterback room in, in the league. Yeah, um, that's but, about all I got for him. That's about as nice as I could be. Yeah. No, I think that's that's I think it's a very accurate description. Okay. Uh what those two guys bring to the table. They've got but, two great backups, and one of them's gonna have to start. That's you know, basically what's proven up. to be an average NFL starter. Sure. Uh, you know, people don't seem to like him and his team doesn't really care about and him. I mean, and, he's been he's been through the injury ringer too. So like you look at last year and he struggled so much, but the times that he did struggle, he I mean, was playing with like basically half of an arm. So who knows, you know? No, notoriously very tough. Yeah. They were saying he was really fighting through injuries and you know, you wonder if a guy like Baker if he would have been picked in the second round or instead of first overall, in the first round instead of number one overall would have gotten less, you know, less shit for lack of a better term. Mm. Fair enough. I mean, but you know, I, I wish nothing but the worst for the, the Cleveland Brown <laughs> franchise. Why? Cause, Cause they took on the biggest scumbag in the history of professional football. That's the bigger head scratcher to me is what are they doing? If homeboy is going to be, it, there's no way he starts the season, is there? I don't think he's going to play the whole year. And so if what he are they doing? If he gets suspended for eight games, homeboy being think, Deshaun Watson. I, for I the think record. it's going to be a year. But if he if it's eight games and they have a backup and they can go four and four, then maybe it's okay. If he's suspended like ten or twelve games, the whole season's pretty much wasted. I mean, who's even their backup now? Jacoby Brissett, he's he's a serviceable backup. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's uh, scary. If you're a Cleveland Browns fan, you felt so good getting Deshaun, and now, yeah, think like because didn't they just go through the proceedings and and all of that to determine if he was going to be suspended this year? Like that that news should be coming out any time now, right? Yeah, we're expecting that soon. So maybe wait to trade him until after that news. What do they get for him? Let's see what the hall looks like. Have you looked at this yet? I have not. Uh, a conditional draft pick. Huh. I think it was like a fifth rounder. I don't know. That sounds like a very fucking dumb idea. Okay, the Browns will receive either a fourth or fifth round pick in 2024, depending on Mayfield's playing time in Carolina. That's it? The That's hell? It. Why wouldn't you just hang on to him? And Cleveland paid $10 million of his salary. What? How bizarre. Like, I, I mean, I guess Bake just said, I'm not going to play for you anymore. So you need to get me out of here. But they killed their own leverage by negotiating with the worst human being on earth. Oh, um, yeah. Well, maybe, not, perhaps not the worst human being on earth. But <laughs> you can't think of anybody worse. Okay. Fair do enough. you know anyone in, in the entire world who has, uh, who has been creepier towards massage therapists? I think he might be the the biggest offender <laughs> of massage therapist. Yeah, and I mean be- that's that's an industry that does you know there's some creepy shit that goes on in that industry. Uh, if uh, you know, whatever rumors right. are true. Rusty Arden, his own defense lawyer, said it's not necessarily a crime to get a happy ending. Yes. See, if you've got a a term for that, if your industry has a term for that happy ending, that you know that means it's you know common knowledge common vernacular so uh considering that and knowing that he's probably the all-time biggest offender of of folks in that industry i mean that's a title you know i cannot believe they traded away bake for a conditional 
pick in 2024. That is bizarre. I'd rather him sit and burn holes on my bench than let him do that. I guess he's expensive, but I just can't follow this. It doesn't make sense to me. Anyways, well, I'm just like unpacking this as we speak. I thought for sure they'd at least gotten something decent back. It's like a seems like a, a nice deal for a, a low risk deal for Carolina. Truthfully, are people blowing you up about mortgages over there? Or what's going on? Yes, that's actually exactly what's happening. You better hit the hey, the mute button on that. Tell them they can now wait. Be a great time to uh, discuss. Can you hear me, Brad? I hear you. Okay, now I've muted you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, I can't hear you. So mm. you have to unmute it. Anyway, uh, now would be a great time to discuss. <laughs> Turn that shit off. I can't, I, man, I'm sorry. There's I, too many the, mortgages getting blown up right stop, now. Ma'am. Go to michaelwiner.com. Do it today. Schedule a risk-free mortgage <laughs> consultation. Get in the game like these people that are that are hitting me on teams right now. Machine gun we, blowing you up. We can get you, we can get you pre-qualified in one day. And get you locked for 90 days for free. Mm. How's that sound? Protect against future interest rates. MichaelWeiner.com. If you or anyone you know is looking to buy a home this year, I would love to have a free mortgage consultation. Just go to the website, schedule your call today. Nicely done, Micah. Thank you, Brad. So what do you want to talk about next? You want to keep going with NFL? You want to get into college football? Where are you, where are you, Where's your heart at right now, Micah? Uh, did you watch Chet Holmgren last night? No, was he in the summer league? I needed to. I need to start watching summer league. Summer league's my favorite time of year, dude. I bet there's summer league games on right now as we speak. Uh, he went for 13 points in the first quarter. Okay. He, I forget what his final stat line is, but he was like four for five for three, five for six for three with like six blocks in the first half. Hmm. You he know what they say, both sides, including blocking shots by Taco Fall, who's like seven foot six. That's not an easy shot to block. Uh, you know what they say about the summer league? It, if you do well and it, um, you know, fits with what you're saying about the player, if it's if it's uh, whatever promoting what your vernacular is about a particular player, then it's and then it's real. Otherwise, summer league's just summer league. That's what they say. I agree. Is Kyrie um, playing in summer league, Micah? Uh, Kyrie is not in the summer league. Oh, okay, cool. Cool, cool. Which I think we can all be happy about that. Oh, here you go. Holmgren's, Holmgren's uh, summer league debut has the mayor of Oklahoma City ecstatic. Yeah, this is a pretty funny tweet from the mayor who just tweeted. He he retweeted the NBA video that had 13 points. Come on, first day. Yeah, let's go. Whoa, I can hear Tristan, it. You Look at That's you. Save more so you can woo God, more. ESPN, woo. Uh, whatever. It yeah. said, I will not overreact to the Summer League. I will not overreact to the Summer League. I will not overreact to the Summer League. I will not react overreact to the Summer League. That's what the uh, tweet says? Yeah. He was probably the greatest player I've ever seen in the first quarter yesterday. So, <laughs> uh, And in the, the entire first half. And then, and then after the game, after he had a Summer League record six blocks, they were like, uh, yeah, you had six blocks. That's a record. He's like, I'm going to break it tomorrow. <laughs> that's pretty He's great got swag. Yeah. yeah he says some really outlandish bullshit but I, i'm cool with it like he was saying something like they asked him like three months ago who the best player in the nba is and he's like me in six months it's like all right okay okay good for you uh before we get to college football i want to talk about celebrity boxing brand oh what do you got do you are you familiar with jake paul i am familiar with jake paul Okay, he was supposed to be fighting Tommy Fury. Are you familiar with Tommy Fury? I'm not. Okay, Tommy Fury is Tyson Fury's little brother. I believe it's his half-brother. Okay, how tall is Tyson Fury? 
I know how small. tall Tyson is. How tall is his butt brother? He's small. He's okay. like that's a shame. Well, I mean, I, I don't know how big Tyson's he is, a monster. Not a heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's mo- Tommy Fury is mostly famous for being on the reality show Love Island. Oh, good. That's why I don't know because I don't watch that shit. He's six foot. He's only six foot tall, so he's probably and he looks pretty jacked. See, but he's, he's probably, like Tyson Fury's quarter brother. He's a light heavyweight. Okay. Yeah. Tyson Fury is like six eight, I think. Yeah, Tyson Fury is enormous. Yeah. Uh, well, he was set to fight Jake Paul for the second time, and now it's been called off again because Jake Paul can't get to America to promote the fight. So. Oh. Tyson Fury, I said, or Tommy Fury whatever. can't get there. Okay, gotcha. I saw Adrian Peterson's going to fight uh, another washed up running back at some point coming up. I don't want to see that. Who Nobody is it? Wants- Oh, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, what what are we doing, guys? I think Adrian Peterson's going to hurt that man. Well, I mean, probably. He's but like still, the last person I would want to fight. That. that fight's happening at Staples Center. And I don't know <laughs> if it's coming on the card of something else, but this just seems like... Isn't it the crypto arena now? Oh, yeah, the crypt. The That's crypt, correct. yeah. Uh, well, f- until until crypto goes down another 20%, they all go bankrupt. But uh, 20% would be not even that big of a deal. Down another 60, then we talk... Uh, anyway, uh, like no one's you're not filling up the crypt to see two washed up NFL players box each other. Nobody's nobody's paying for that. You don't think so, huh? seems like one of these like made for pay-per-view things. It's going to be a tremendous failure. You know what, Micah? I bet they said the same thing about Jake Paul and that motherfucker selling out stadiums. Well, Jake Paul has a lot more fans than Adrian Peterson, a man mm. that best known for being a very big badass and also beating the shit out of his child repeatedly with a with a switch. Yeah, he's a, he's a big spanker. Not <laughs> not not peace, not not uh, acceptable in this culture. So if, if you're gonna uh, if you're gonna get a switch by, and get whopped, that's that's in the eyes been. of the law technically. But that's neither here nor there. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, let's talk about something that's that's a little bit easier, but you know that affects a lot of people. The uh, the college football realignment, you know thing is back on pac 12 moving into big 10 essentially or the, the yeah, two the, staples the story that broke last wednesday or thursday actually was that usc and ucla were going to the big 10 then by monday this whole story has now blown up again because the big 12 is trying to acquire programs from the pac 12 which to me most hilariously includes colorado who is an old big 12 yeah, who bolted the Big 12 for the Pac-12, and now the Pac-12 doesn't really exist anymore. And there's talk of those schools joining the Big 12 again, or you know, they could make a pretty serviceable state. conference between like if you got more of that Arizona, Stanford, Colorado, uh, and then you know the the pores out of the Big 12. Yeah, you get the Washington bad. schools too. The problem is that the TV markets just aren't big enough, and what we've learned with these changes like USC shouldn't be in the big 10, like USC and Indiana should not be in the same conference. But Mm. the only thing that matters is money. The only thing that matters is money. The only thing that matters is money. And like, so if you look at it under any other lens, like you go, Oh, Arizona and Utah, the Utah schools. And like, Hey, that's pretty good. If you add that to Kansas and, K State and Tech, BYU or uh, is not BYU. Uh, what's the team with the blue, blue field? Boise. Yeah. Uh, well, Boise is not in either I, of those. Conferences. Oh, I thought they were working their way into the Pac-12. BYU has moved to the Big Twelve. 
Oh, wow. Okay. I'm, I can't keep up with the shit. But then they could realign Utah and BYU in the same conference, I, you know, whatever. But there aren't enough eyeballs in Salt Lake City. I don't think this that's necessarily true. Like, yeah, it you're it's true in terms of like you're looking at annual TV contracts and stuff. But I think they're going to they'll get plenty of attention and eyeballs on those. Like, that's literally the only thing that matters. But I mean, they're they're able to, that a game between what Tech and Arizona is going to get similar viewership to a PGA Tour event. Like, there it'll be competitive with a lot of other professional sports. So, like, even though it's not your primetime shit, like, somebody's got to play in the, the, the big nude window or whatever the the less desirable time slot. Day. Yeah, whatever the yeah. less desirable time slot is. But regardless, I still think that that's still, that's entertainment. That's something that I would watch. So, like, I just don't think that there's no value. I think you still have a product that is quite, uh, is quite monetizable. You could get advertising dollars on that, no problem. Um, yeah. And, and I mean, all, I, not enough to keep up with everybody else. That's the problem. But like, I think it is. If the SEC and the Big Ten are making $100 million a year, mm-hmm. whatever's left, everybody fighting for the scraps, it might be a valuable TV commodity, but it might be valuable at 10, 15, 20 million a year, not 100 million. So what? And then you get left behind. It's, I mean, they're, they're universities at the end of the day. It's not like it's supposed to be a for profit enterprise. I'm not disagreeing with you. I from guess, a moral perspective. and then what? You're you're saying that you use that to pay your players? Then no, no, no. The, these schools aren't thinking about paying their players. Well, at then all. who fucking cares? They're I mean, just not I, as. Look, from a moral perspective, I'm with you, Micah. Joe Rogan makes more money than us, but we're still just a fucking fabulous podcast. I don't give a shit. I'm just saying the reality of this is the only thing that the decision makers, the people that have made these moves, mm-hmm. care about is money. Mm-hmm. And like if they come out and say anything else, they're just lying. Like this is 100% done to maximize revenue. That's the only reason that Rutgers and UCLA are in the same conference. Mm. Like that's fucking bananas. Like we're basically headed towards a scenario where we have two conferences and those two conferences might have 48 schools in them, mm-hmm. like 24 a piece. Mm-hmm. And then it's just the new NCAA. That's kind of what I'm envisioning here, Brad. Okay. I think that the heyday of the NCAA or whatever college football was maybe like a couple years, like not the heyday, but like the end of the heyday happened like a couple years after we graduated college. So like, I'm glad that we still had like traditional uh, alignment and you know, the big, cause Missouri was still in the big 12 when we were in school. Like that was fucking amazing. Yeah, um, they'd been in the big eight before that and the big six before that, yeah. with like the same schools for hundreds of years and you played the same schools and you had the rivalries. I'm just not as interested in college fo- I mean, sports anymore. As I yeah. had been in years past, I'll still watch. Don't get me wrong; it probably won't change my viewership habits. Like I'm gonna watch Missouri when, whatever. Um, I'm gonna love talking shit with you about it, but like, it's not as exciting. It's not something that like I'm just absolutely dying to watch at this point. Like I well, barely can even keep track of what's going on. That many people are dying to watch. Brad. Okay, the Texas Longhorns. Oh, oh, a school that is already being blamed again for realignment. I listened to Pat Forty blame Texas for this whole <laughs> thing because Texas and Oklahoma took the money last year. And then if you go back 10 years before that, everybody blames Texas for the Longhorn Network. Right. A&M and Mizzou leaving and Colorado and Nebraska leaving. It's always Texas's fault. Talk and about your all-time uh, 
bad deals. Like Texas, since the Longhorn Network launched, has essentially been a complete dumpster fire. Like a barely washable product half the time. Uh, they were perceived to be like basically like the Notre Dame of whatever college football for the post two thousands, and it's like man. Maybe, maybe they they got a little ahead of themselves. Although this is year, this is the year, Micah. How many times have we said this is the year Texas bounced back? Well, there's only one way to find out. And that's once they kick off the season, Brad. Oh yeah, interested in hearing about how Texas is going to do this year. You can join me on my new podcast. Ooh, it's called Texas in Twenty. It's a Texas podcast in twenty minutes. Twenty minutes or less, or it's free, and it's hosted by Curry. And myself, Curry Shaw. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've done several episodes with Curry over the years. People seem to react to them and like them. So we're going to do something a little more hyper local, talking about the Longhorns. For me, Curry is a, a much more. Uh, he's a. Uh, he's been a long time uh, contributor to Burnt Orange Nation, which is a. Uh, yeah, he's YouTube in the know. Blog. Yeah, yeah. He's very much in the know. I'm not in the know, but. You can't understand college football or college sports without looking at Texas. And I'll be honest, uh, you know, I I think, and I know you'll agree with me, Brad, Austin is a more fun place to be when Texas is good, so I generally root for them. Mm. Uh, but I also get a lot of enjoyment out of watching them fall flat on their face like they did last year. That was almost as good for me. So You seem a lot to get more enjoyment out of their failures, but okay, fair enough, fair enough. Well, perhaps Texas in 20 new <laughs> podcast coming soon, wherever you get your podcast, you'll be hearing about it plenty here on backdoor. Cover, I'm looking but- forward to that one, Micah, you and Curry will be great. So Texas in 20. Like yeah. We'll let, we'll keep you guys in the know as well as me in the know. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to be subscribing to that bitch in a hurry. All right. Well, that's it. Uh, anything else you want to talk about today, Brad? I mean, do you want to talk NBA uh, free agency or should we say that for later in the week? No, I just want to talk about Chet. Chet <laughs> Summer league mania. I just looked summer in. There's league. no summer league I, on today. But do you have any thoughts is. on where Kevin Durant will go? There's the. I mean, his little list is Miami and um, Phoenix, and I too. Yeah, I too would like to play for the Miami Heat or the Phoenix Suns. There's a bunch of stuff that is involved in this. Where I was listening to Zach Lowe and Kevin Pelton talk about it, where you can't have two people rookies on max contracts. I'm not sure exactly what the terminology is, but essentially Ben Simmons is on the Nets. And so, therefore, they can't acquire uh, Bam Adebayo out of Miami as part of the deal or Devin Booker out of um, Phoenix as part of the deal because they can't have two of those contracts on the same roster for whatever reason. So, it even makes things more and more complicated. I don't know how he's going to get to either of those destinations. My my sense is that he's going to play for the Nets, uh, and him and Kyrie uh, will just be two two peas in a pod there in in uh, Brooklyn for at least this to start the season. We'll see though. Uh, Rudy Gobert is now a Minnesota Timberwolf mm-hmm. for a lot. Like they get seven a draft assets essentially, yeah. like four, three or four first round picks plus Swaps. three other first round picks. And I think Jared right. Vanderbilt was another player that was involved. And then your boy, uh, what's, what's that nasty defensive boy guy? Um, Pat Bev, Pat Bev. He's like a junkyard dog. He's, he was yeah, involved they shipped in his ass out of there. They celebrated the greatest moment in Timberwolves history. <laughs> since 
she left with him dancing on the table after they won that playing game. And they cried and then they, they left. They him out of town as quick as they could. Yeah. Shame. I think that might've been a mistake, but it is what it is. I'm, I'm still interested in watching. I think Minnesota should be pretty damn good, especially in the regular season. Rudy Gobert is a great regular season addition. Uh, no doubt. Not so sure about the playoffs though, but we'll see. All right. Well, I think that's it. Let me play you out, big guy. We'll be back next week to talk about the golf. Uh, I'm very excited for the Open. Uh Uh-huh. Big time stuff going down. My favorite major. And Tiger is back. Indeed. Half of Tiger. He's injured. I think he can make it. All right. Well, until next time. Thanks for listening.